Welcome back to Table Talk for Moms. I'm Kristen and this is Stephanie and we are so happy you have joined us today around the kitchen table. Now we're going to open with our snack time segment. So Stephanie, I know something about you is that you are slightly a podcast junkie. So let's just take a minute and talk about the podcasts you love listening to. Okay, right now, staple go-to always, 3 and 30 for moms. Have you ever listened to that one? No, I haven't. Three minutes or less, and it gives you like three actionable takeaways, and it like covers all sorts of topics about I love her. She's so cute. And I like, it's just like a really good like shorty podcast for me, just kind of like a uplifting, like, you got this mom. It's really good. I love that. I love that a lot. Yes. But then my other weird hobby, (laughs) and I can't even think of one of them off the top of my head. I know I've listened to a lot of them. Um, It's like, it's those ones that deep dive into MLMs. (laughs) Those are the best. (laughs) Have you ever listened to any of those? They are fascinating to me it's, it's like the Lula Rowe documentary did oh you ever gosh, watch I that? did watch that it was I mean, crazy it's crazy. so fascinating yeah. and so I love listening to what's about MLMs so. I love that I love that <laughs> well nice well mine right now is I listen to Dateline every week but they only come out with like one or two a week so on my off days I do <gasps> like to listen to a good murder with my husband i slightly Ooh. love their podcast so that's like i i have to get my crime fix in the morning like when i go walking or when i exercise <laughs> but then as i'm doing laundry and everything i love to listen to how i built this and it's just about oh, amazing yeah. companies in the u.s or i guess around the world that they literally start of um tell the story of how they built their company and what makes them tick and it just it's, it's fascinating to me. That's so super cool. Yeah, I love that. Really have you ever listened to how I built this? I actually, okay. I'm not like a regular subscriber. Like I don't listen to it weekly, uh-huh. but I've listened to a few random episodes. I think I listened to Sarah Blakely's from oh, yeah, yeah. how she built Spanx. That one I really loved. Right. Yeah. After we listened to her speak, I'm, I went and found hers. So. Yes. I liked that one too. Oh, fun. Well, hopefully you guys have fun podcasts that you listen to, including Table Talk for Moms. This is just your uh, friendly reminder. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, go ahead, hit the button and subscribe. Right. We talk about fun stuff. And the one thing we are going to talk about, which I feel every mother needs to know, is um, how to say no. Right? right? It's a really hard word to get out there sometimes, <laughs> especially, okay, I'm just going to say this. I feel like a lot of women, this is a generalization just as a caveat. This is a generalization. Here we go. I feel like a lot of women are conditioned that saying no is unkind or yes. it's rude yes. or it's like you're being so disrespectful when you say no do you feel that way oh definitely I well I used to I've been working on it to not feel that way but especially the first like 10 years of my marriage like it was I almost felt like I was a bad person to say no you know 
Oh, absolutely. And it's like, whether that's like for like church service or in my marriage to say no to like, oh, can we do this this weekend? Like last minute, like I'd be like, yeah, I'll make it work. Or like even in like work settings to be like, no, like actually, like you said, it has taken me quite a few years getting used to and comfortable with the fact that one, no is a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. And two, it's not unkind. Yes. Yes. Now, I used to feel like my, it was almost like my my self-worth, you know, if I said no to that, that I was being almost like a, a bad person, you know, because yeah. I don't know, not that we grew up that way, but I think it's a, a generational thing that... You know, it's, you try as hard as you can to do the best that you can and you do as much as you can. And now I'm realizing like, that's not very healthy, at least for me. (laughs) Well, you're a human being and you have responsibilities as a human being and saying yes to everything is, is not good for anyone. Like, I think one of the biggest mindset shifts that I had was when somebody told me, if you're saying yes to something, and you like, cause I'm a people pleaser and I am like yeah. typical, like type a Enneagram one. It has to be perfect. It has to be the absolute best that it can be. Like giving a half effort is like my worst nightmare. Yeah. And so somebody, I can't remember if I like saw it on Instagram or maybe listened to a podcast about it, but it was like, when you're saying yes to something, And then you can only give it like a fraction of the effort that you want to because you've already overcommitted. Like that's just hurting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like saying yes isn't always the quote unquote kind option. Sometimes saying yes is the most unkind thing you can do, especially if you're not going to give it like a good effort or you honestly don't have time for it and you're saying yes, like that's not good for anyone in that situation. No, I think mine was like a, I think it was like a reel or something a few years ago. Maybe it wasn't a reel because those weren't really out yet, but maybe it was a post and it was, it was to a mom and it was like, you don't have to do every class party. And that was my life. Like I tried to get to every party for every kid. And that little post, I was like, oh my gosh, they're right. I don't have to, like, I know it's important to these poor teachers to help these teachers, but imagine if every mom just did like one party and that's all they did the whole year. Like everyone would have an opportunity and I don't need to do 12 of them, you know? Absolutely. And it's so hard to get used to that because I think you're right. I think a lot of it is like conditioning of, I have to say yes. Well, I have to do all the things. Well, I have to do this because there's that that little voice in the back of our head that says, you're not a good fill in the blank if you don't say yes. Yes. You're not a good mom. You're not a good wife. You're not a good sister. You're not a good friend. Yeah. But so many times it's in the saying yes to something that we can't actually commit to, but that makes us a bad friend. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. I was, as I was, we were... Uh, talking about this, getting ready for this. I, I remember when I was, um, 
we, we did the whole medical school journey. Um, we were in medical school and there was an, an opportunity to be like the, it was like the, the spouse president of this giant community. There was, I believe like 150 women that you would be over. And I'm, in my brain, I'm like, Oh, I can do that. I, I can lead all these women. And it was just a matter of saying yes, 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 yes to so many things that I remember just crying in my bed at night and being like having anxiety attacks because I put too much on my plate and I couldn't do it all. And it was, mm. it was literally crippling. It, it was an awful experience, but that was my first realization. Like I need to learn how to say no, like, and it's, I'm still working on it. That's been what, 14 years ago. And I'm still, still working on saying no, but I'm doing better. I'm doing better at it. <laughs> I love that. I, oh, I do not know. I, cause I get it. I feel like the overachiever mentality, like, yeah, man, it's hard to stop. It's hard to stop. Especially when like, there are so many good things out there that you can do. Like that, program or that like community like that's such a great thing for all those medical student spouses like to have that support system like it's a wonderful thing so it's so hard to say no when it's like but this is a really good thing I know I could help a lot of people I think that's where it's hard for me because if I know I could help a lot of people why would I not do it but I I have to really think is this am I putting myself first and I need to for for my mental health I need to put myself first over helping others you know yeah and I think too you have to keep in mind every time I do say yes that means I'm saying no to something else it's very true it's and so very true you have to before you make a decision especially if it's something that's kind of a bigger commitment like okay yeah. well if I do say yes to this what am I saying no to and if it's mm-hmm. like time with my family or like time to actually like rest and relax for once or time to do other things that I want to do like then it shouldn't be a yes it should be a no Mm -hmm. Um, I I never thought of it that way but yes you do have to give something up if you say yes whether it's your time whether it's your family whether it's you know like you have to sacrifice somewhere in order to make that work yeah and so it's it really goes back to i'm i'm gonna keep this pg rated here but (laughs) it's not a heck yes to something then it should always be a heck no oh my word i never because otherwise again you're giving something up every time you say yes and you commit that means you're saying no to, it's that opportunity cost. What are you yeah. saying no to because you said yes? Yeah. Um, and one thing that has also been, I, I'm working on on changing how I do this with a little bit more grace and a little less sass. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm working on. You can, you can double check with my husband on that one. Yeah. But one thing that I have come to realize is, and I've actually seen quite a few people talk about it is that, you know, it, you can say no to something that you've said yes to in the past. Um, One really good example that I thought of when we were talking about like 
learning to say no and being okay with saying no. Um, It was right after I had, was it my fourth baby? It was. It was right after I had my fourth baby. I had four kids, ages four to zero. And it was a lot. Um, And so I had this baby in September and then we were planning his like baby blessing. So like at our, our church, he like gets a blessing when he's a few months old. So Uh we're planning that for December and it was the week of Thanksgiving. I was planning that by the way, he's only three months old. We had family coming into town. Like it was kind of like this big thing, but like, meanwhile, I'm also still like juggling work and three other kids were all not in preschool and like it was just a lot um and every year in like end of December or not end of December end of November early December we send out Christmas cards that's like a tradition that our family does for Christmas and I remember like I had just completely reached a breaking point in (laughs) my life and I was like something has got to give and honest, I was I listened to the three and thirty podcast, yeah. and she was talking about letting things go, and that was when I was like, you know what? No, you know what? It's okay to not do Christmas cards this year. Yeah, I do not have the capacity for it. And I remember like my husband came up to me and he's like, "Oh, so where are the Christmas cards?" And I was like, "We're not doing Christmas cards." And he was like so shocked, and he's like, "What?" And we were sending out Christmas cards and I was like, I do not have the capacity to do Christmas cards this year. It's not going to happen. I will lose my mind if I have to do one more thing. And that is the thing that I'm letting go of. So I am saying no to doing Christmas cards this year. And if you really feel strongly about it, I will let you do them. And he was like, oh, I mean, it's okay. And then, like, I saw some things this year about people talking about traditions. And they were like, just because it's a tradition, like, it can still be one if it doesn't happen every single year. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Like, so we skipped a year. So what? If it makes you feel better, um, this was my first year back doing Christmas cards. I hadn't done them in eight years. So we took an eight-year break. (laughs) Okay. So we've talked about you know, it's important to say no, but actually one of the hardest things for me to do is to actually say no. Like (laughs) it is so hard. It is so hard. I'm not sure what words to say or how to say them. I don't know. I don't know what that gives me stress. (laughs) It does. And I totally understand that. And sometimes I feel like the best way isn't saying no, but using like a different phrase. And maybe that's like how you work up to using no as a complete sentence. You got to start with some of the like more roundabout, but still firm ways. You know what I mean? Yes. Like instead of saying no, you could be like, that won't work for me this week. But I could do it and give an example of in the future. If it's like a not right now kind of no. Yeah. Like that will work this week. How about on this date? Yeah. I have to do that a lot. I'm like, I'm not in a phase of life right now where I can be like a super great friend that like 
has a bunch of play dates because my life is straight nuts. And so a lot of the time when people are like, hey, can you do it this day? I'll be like, that doesn't work for me. What if we do it this day instead? Yeah. It's like a soft no. I like that. Okay, so this is what's hard for me is when I do a no and then someone comes back and responds and convinces me that, you know, like that I should be doing this or I need to do this. That That is hard for me. And so I remember growing up, mom used to always say, you don't need to give them any more information. It literally, you just have to tell them, no, that doesn't work for me and end it right there. Because when I get into explaining things, then I turn into a hot mess and then I almost convince myself out of it and end up doing it anyways. So (laughs) short answers, short no's are the best for me. (laughs) Short no's are good. And you know what? I... I totally understand that because then I'll be like, well, actually, could I? I know. Could I make that work? No, don't <laughs> convince yourself. If it's not an immediate, yes, it's a no. Okay. Um, the other phrase that I feel like I've learned that is helpful is that people pleaser in me wants to say yes so bad. But I found that it helps to ease my discomfort when I give them another option. So I'll be like, I don't have the capacity for that right now, but I know my friend Sarah um, is interested in doing something like that. You could maybe try giving her a call. That's a good idea. Or like, like I'm thinking like in work way, in like right? work perspective, like, oh, I cannot handle one more thing. But this person I know has availability and could work on it. Or I'm trying to think of how you could use that in a personal matter. I'm like, sometimes I would feel bad doing that because then it's just like, I'm just pawning my problem now on someone else. (laughs) Poor little mom who doesn't know how to say no. Right. (laughs) If If you know that it's an okay situation or they would be willing to or, or, Yeah, maybe that would be a good time. You could use it in your personal life. But right. I found yeah. giving them another option of, I can't do that, but so-and-so might be interested. Yeah. I know. I'm also working on ways of like, you know, thank you for thinking of me, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> right now. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I read this really interesting, I want to say it was, on the queen of boundaries. I'm calling her that because I love her book. We talked about her book in our boundaries episode that Camilla and I did. Um, Nedra Tawab. So we talked about setting boundaries and it keep, it kept coming up that if you don't set boundaries on what you say no for one, you can get yourself into trouble, but two, People start to expect that type of behavior from you. So like what you were talking about, that it's like if they know and they know you well enough that they know if they push a little bit, Mm -hmm. they're going to get to yes from you. And so it's really important to like, it is really important to learn to say no because otherwise you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, but she was, she was talking about how a lot of 
unhealthy boundaries are glorified, um, especially for women. Do you want to hear what they are? Yes, I do. Now I'm so curious. Saying these are the things that are glorified. And I want to hear what you think, because I totally agree. After reading them, I was like, yeah, that's like a really popular theme that it's like, quote unquote, noble, but it's, it's unhealthy. So phrases like, I would give them my last. I never tell people no. Mm. I would do anything for them. I can't understand why someone would tell me no. (laughs) And it's mean to say no. Dang. Yeah, did any, like, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I can't, like, like. It's hard when you can, like, especially as a mother, like, want to give your children everything. You want to do all these opportunities. You want to grow and learn. And it can be really hard to say no. But if you are not saying no, it probably means you've got some pretty unhealthy boundaries in your life. Definitely. And if you can't accept somebody else's no, that's a good time to maybe sit and reflect and sit with that. (laughs) somebody told me no and it's making me really angry and I don't think they should have why why do I feel this way yes yes all right moms we are jumping into a quick ad because I need you to listen to this as a fellow mom of littles I totally get it you need bags that do more it's not enough to just have a regular tote bag anymore when you have little ones literally running your life you need bags that hold their stuff your stuff and everything in between with a baby coming in just a few weeks i have been on the hunt for a cute but functional diaper bag that can hold everything and i have finally found it with base base makes the ultimate non-diaper diaper bags to serve every busy mom's needs while catering to aesthetic dreams. I ended up grabbing their convertible tote backpack to use this time around, and I am already so obsessed. Base diaper bags come complete with every essential needed for busy days, diaper changes included. Each bag was designed with a changing pad and specific pockets for your diapers and wipes. They even have odor-proof pouches for the time when you can't spot a trash can. We've all totally been there. There's nothing to be ashamed of. This is a diaper bag that does more. They have insulated bottle holders, a trolley pass-through for travel, and even a teething ring that keeps the little one occupied while being changed on the built-in changing pad. Each base diaper bag even comes with a specific pacifier pocket that's easy to reach in times of panic or meltdowns. It's the ultimate lifesaver for any busy mom on the go. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash tabletalk. Go to basetravel.com slash tabletalk for 15% off your first purchase. That's base, B-E-I-S, travel.com slash tabletalk. Oh my gosh. Okay. So as we were prepping for this, I read an article and I can't remember who it was from, but they talked about how saying no was like strengthening your muscles. You have to practice it. You have to keep doing it. And then you'll get stronger, stronger. You'll get better at it. You'll be able to set better boundaries, but you have to practice saying no instead of saying yes to everything. So 
I don't remember exactly where it's from, but I loved that. I'm like, okay, so maybe it's time I need to start practicing. And for, I don't know if, about you, but for me, sometimes it's hard setting boundaries for my kids, for, you know, for fa- pretty much family, for friends, for work relations, for well, church things. love. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want them to hate me. But there, yeah, there are times in my life that I I had to say no. And I might have hurt some feelings along the way, but for my sanity, <laughs> I, I had to say no. So. Absolutely. And honestly, like learning to say no, it is like a muscle. You do have to practice. And I feel like the more you practice, it also gives you better clarity on the types of things that you want to say no to. Yes. On the things that you should be saying no to. Because I'm like you, I will overcommit to like everything. And like I am practicing and practicing and practicing on really like not overcommitting, mm-hmm. yet I still find myself doing it all the time. I'm like an overcommit addict. I like it. But I am practicing and I am trying. And like in certain areas, like I can tell I'm doing I'm doing better. Uh-huh. Um there was a, an experience I had a few months ago, and maybe this isn't quite saying no, but it's also a little bit of setting boundaries. I got asked to do something um in my like local church congregation. Uh And I was like, I can, but, and I gave a very clear expectations of, I'm not going to be able to commit more than X amount of hours to this. And I'm not available at these times because my kids need me and I won't be able to do X, Y, Z because of this. However, if you still want me to do that within these boundaries, these boundaries, I can. But if not, if that doesn't work for you and that's not a good fit, then you're going to need to find somebody else. I love that. So it wasn't quite a, a hard no, but it was a, a yes with exceptions. Boundaries. <laughs> I like this. I feel like you could use that in every aspect of your life. <laughs> Yes, I will agree to do these things, but there are some things that need to have boundaries. I don't want to be on my terms. So, yes. <laughs> do you know what? That's okay. It was I. I was listening to Ed My Mylet. Yes, um, talk about you know in the morning he talks you know writes down the things that he wants to accomplish for the day, and so I've been trying to start doing that. Um, but if I say uh, yes to everything, there is no way that I'm going to accomplish my list of what's important to me and what I actually want to do in my life. And so I, I set goals, my daily goals, my weekly goals, my yearly goals. And I'm slowly learning to, you know what, is this going to help me accomplish this in my life? And if it's just kind of going to take away, sometimes it's okay to say no, it's okay. It's hard, but it's okay. Yeah, it is. But I think it's important to define like, again, what are your goals? What is, what outcome are you looking for? What and what values do you have? Because then it does make it easier to say yes or to say no to something. Yeah. Because all you have to do is ask yourself, okay, is this in line with who I am and mm-hmm. what I value? Because if it's not, then it's an easy no. It's a really easy no. 
And we're not saying this, that we're just going to sit around and, you know, say no to everything and now just watch Netflix all day, you know? Yeah. I mean, part of my, part of my goals is I, I want to try and serve someone every day, but it doesn't need to be this huge giant thing. It could be just whether it's a text or something little, you know, but so I'm, I'm still meeting my goals, but it's not over the top. Like I'm going to make them a five course meal, you know, like that's just not realistic for me. So I feel like, yes, we are saying it's okay to say no, but it's still good to do good things that fits inside of your boundaries. Your boundaries and your values and what you want out of life. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I think one thing to also consider when you are saying no, we talked a little bit about this earlier, but you said what mom used to say growing up, like you don't need to give them more information. I feel like that was always like, about like peer pressure with our friends. Like you can say no and it doesn't need to be anything more than that. Yes. Or like a creepy date. Someone asks you out and if you don't ever want to go, you know, that just doesn't work for me. Like you don't need to give why. Like you're creepy. Right. (laughs) And like we talked about a few other ways you can say like a soft no. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to remember that it's like, you need to be clear. If it's not exactly like, if it's a no, like it needs to be like, it can be soft and just say, not right now, maybe later. Yeah. If you want to do it later. If you want to do it later and only say that if you want to do it later. And in that case, I think it makes it even better if you clarify and say, not maybe later, but say, how about check back with me next month? Yes. Like getting really clear on your yeses and on your noes and what those look like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Brene Brown who always says, unclear is unkind. And clear, <laughs> clear is kind. Yeah. And so I think it's helpful to shift the narrative from, saying no is unkind when actually it's being unclear is probably the most unkind thing you could do. Really? The more I think about it, sorry, I go back to like boys and dating, but that's literally what it was. Like you didn't want to be with a boy. You wanted to break up, but it was so hard to, you know, no, no, it's over. But yes, if I were to be clear and tell them exactly, no, this is done. It would have been so much easier in my life. But I feel like that's how it is with a lot of things. Like (laughs) even with the the PTA board, oh yeah, I'll help it a little bit later when deep down inside, I don't really want to. I don't really want to. (laughs) Not for me. And that's okay. Yes. Yeah. So I think it helps to remember too, like saying no is not unkind. But being unclear about your intentions or about giving like a halfway yes, that's what is unkind. I love that. I think my other favorite thing that you that you said was it's either a heck yes or a heck no. There's no like middle ground there. Like, and I feel like that's the same kind of as clear and unclear, like. It's either yes or no. What do you want? You know? Yeah. So I just got back from a conference, but they, one of the speakers talked about the indecision loop. And sometimes it's really 
addictive to not make a decision. So to like keep putting it off and be like, oh, maybe later or like not quite giving a yes, but not quite giving a no. But like you just get stuck in this weird pattern and it is unkind to yourself to not make that decision (laughs) of saying yes or saying no. And it just, it does everybody yourself included a disservice and sometimes the best thing you can do is like just do that gut check do you know what i'm talking about have you ever i know exactly what that gut check is like can i do this do i want to do this yes or like have you ever had somebody be like okay close your eyes if you have to answer right now in this moment are you going to do it yes or no and you automatically know the answer yeah yep that's exactly. a good way to tell if it's a heck yes or a heck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Close your eyes, have somebody ask you at random, and deep down, you know. You know if it's going to be good or not. But I love that. I absolutely love that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, we'd love to continue this conversation of saying no. So you can find us over on our Instagram at table talk for moms and make sure that you hit that follow button. So you don't miss another episode. All right, you guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.